Hey guys, welcome to Peace of Authenticity with the Andersons. We're live every Monday morning and we want to be current and authentic and genuine in every topic that we bring for you guys. Nothing is more refreshing than when people are open and honest with their walk with God. And that's just what we want to do. We want to have conversations with you weekly that ignite you and challenge you to be the best that you can be. A lot of times we think that we have to have it all put together and we put on masks to get through our week. But here, we want to be able to just talk it out. Exactly how it comes out is exactly how it's going to be. So join in on the conversation. You want to count down? Yeah, we'll go three, two, one. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast on this beautiful Monday morning. Yes, it is beautiful. What is this launch at, like 7 a.m.? Yeah. This, so, man, maybe that you're the early bird that's trying to catch the worm right now. Um, we're thankful that you're joining us today. Welcome to Peace of Authenticity. Um, yeah, so um, in in the spirit of being authentic, right? Um, mm-hmm. Last week we kind of we kind of shared about the Holy Spirit, right, and and being welcome in your home and, and yeah. everything. And so if you missed that, go go back and listen to that. That was awesome. That was a good time. But um, before we come in to record, we don't really put like a set plan together. We're kind of secretly um, in expectation for the Holy Spirit to show up. And you know when we first. When Jordan actually first discovered the name "piece of authenticity," it's just you know like a, a piece, piece of like a piece of pie. Yeah, like a piece of pie, but it's 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 about being authentic, and that's one of the things that 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 we we strive to do, and um and so just in the in the spirit of that today, I kind of am just gonna throw my bu- myself under the bus this morning. Um, oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um. So. In in 2021, leading up to before the fast and, and everything that, that we kind of, um, you know, bid off at the beginning of the year and just really trying to be pressing into the Lord to see what it is that he has for us in 2021, um, the Lord really challenged me. Uh, I kept finding sermons everywhere that, that were talking about radical faith or crazy faith or you know, and, and a lot of times we put our emphasis on faith all the time. And the Holy Spirit really kind of just took me back for a second because it was like, what about, what about radical obedience? Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, radical faith is something that we need. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah. But not only just having faith, you know, I think that, that faith comes... And, and we have to walk in obedience after that. And works without faith is, wait, faith without works is, is dead. Is dead, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And so, you know, we're, <laughs> so I'm just going to throw myself just completely out there. As they say in movies, you know, throw myself to the mercy of the court or whatever. <laughs> um, but there, it's been, it's been pretty difficult the, you know, through the last month and even the last couple of months, but mm-hmm. Um, so the situation is, uh, I have a tendency to be a little bit more stressed out about finances than, than Jordan does. And, um, and so I had a job opportunity that kind of slid my way and, and I was like, Oh, thank the Lord. You know, finally we're going to be able to have 
some more finances coming into the house and, and everything like that. Cause we're, we're just completely trusting in the Lord. Yeah. And, um, this, this job opportunity comes through and, and they're basically asking me like, Hey, do you, do you want this? Um, do you want this client or whatever? And, and it, it would have given us like twice the money that, that we're, you know, making right now or whatever. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And then as soon as I get off this telephone interview, um, telephone, what is this? The 1960s? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So, because I just want everybody to know it was like a telephone interview. It was interview. on the telly. Yeah, it was I almost cell phone. Cell phone <laughs> interview. Sorry. Um, I just really felt like the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, Aubrey, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. We don't like to hear those things. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially whenever, uh, you know, you've been praying for something and, yeah. you know, something comes around and it's like, ooh, this is the this is the financial opportunity that we've been praying about and you're about to just jump on it. Um and so the Lord, I believe, is is taking us down a journey of of radical obedience to mm-hmm. where it's it's even him saying, Are you willing to turn down something that looks good in the natural for something better? Yeah. That we don't see and have no yeah. idea where it is or n- nothing. Right. <laughs> well, okay, so then I'll even throw myself under the bus even further. Oh, yippee. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I make this decision, of course, you know, I called a few people and, and, and after I heard the Lord say this, I came, you know, and I was talking to Jordan and I said, listen, there's this job opportunity, but I really feel like I'm not supposed to take it. And she said, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to either. And so then it was like, well, crap. Um, I, I kind of wanted, you know, hers to be the voice of reason that talks me out of what, what I'm about to do, but instead just confirmed it. Well, I was all up on faith at that moment. I was like, you know, you get confirmation from, from you know, the Lord tells you something and you immediately get yeah. confirmation from your spouse. You're like, you're on cloud nine. Let's go. You're, you're, you're way up here. You're like, yeah, the Lord's speaking to both of us. We're awesome. <laughs> Boom. But, you know, and then I'm having another conversation with with somebody else on the phone. And, and I tell them, like, this is, this is a radical obedience move. That, that we're taking is I, I don't believe it's it. You know, Taylor was on here a couple of weeks ago and we talked about how, you know, in her book, she was talking about don't settle for an Ishmael when God has an Isaac for you. Yeah. And, and so that's what I feel like we're in another Ishmael Isaac type situation with this. And so I'm on the phone with, with one of my other friends and, you know, and I met, I know it was a joke, but they were like, oh man, you're turning down money. Send that over here. We'll take it. And so then I immediately shrink back into fear and I'm like, oh no, did I just pass up a great opportunity? Maybe I need to go back and see if that job's still open oh to go. And so <laughs> I set up a second interview. <laughs> did you hear my sigh, everyone? Yeah. And so, so like I set up another interview because I'm like, what if I really missed the mark on this? What, what if the Lord wasn't really telling me that, you know, or, or guiding me through that? And it was just my own, you know, crazy thoughts or whatever. So, um, I set up the other interview and then immediately, like I just sank you know, all that faith that we were up here on, you know, yeah. because the the simple fact of the matter is in, in the Old Testament, they they called God Jehovah Jireh. 
he's he's our provider. He he supplies and and the Bible talks about this over and over again. I turn down this job and I just open my Bible and it magically goes, not magically. We don't believe in magic. Magic is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it 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 took I opened it right up yeah. to Matthew where where the verse it talks about like does does God not provide for the birds of yeah. the air and the beasts of the field how much more will he do for you his children and so like I'm up here on cloud 9 and and it was just amazing to me how the enemy kind of came in yeah. and orchestrated that to where you know somebody made one comment and I immediately step out of faith and back into the comfort zone of oh well let me no let me try to get this job back because I, we need those resources well, then, um, you know, even Jordan and I have been having some like some talks or disagreements or whatever about like finances. And I was, and I was yeah. like, well, we got to be good stewards. You know, we, we got to take better care of our finances, which, which are all true statements. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking at your finances through a lens of fear, then um, then it's a then it's a principality that's in your life. And you could you could mask it though with the argument that it's good stewardship. I mean, yeah. you could do that. That, that the enemy he he spins around words that sound good. Like okay, even when you go back to the garden, right? Adam and Eve knew for a fact the Lord said you can eat of any fruit in the garden except for this one tree, except for this one tree. And the Lord made it very clear, right? But then Eve was over by the tree, and then the devil comes slithering in like he does, and he said. Did God really say that? Like, mm. Mm. and the reason why he really said that is because this is so much better for you. Like, you have no idea. You have not even lived until you've done this. Like, this is everything that you've been looking for and everything you need. You know, and so that the enemy comes in. He slinks on in like a little turd that he is. And he says, did God really say to not do this job because that's a lot of money or in your situation, you know, a situation that you're in, the enemy always turns it around. Like, well, you know, it says he does everything for our good. Why would he bring this to you? Like this amazing opportunity. Why would he bring it if it wasn't him? But then Aubrey remembers when he went back, right? When he heard it, uh, this, this, um, job opportunity, right? Right off the bat. That's not for me. Hmm. And that was Holy Spirit. Because there wasn't a panic, but then the panic came later whenever you had a friend that was just joking around and then that panic came in like, oh yeah. my gosh, what if this is what, you yeah. know, that's not of the Lord. If, if, if your stomach, if it, if it just drops in anxiousness and anxiety, that's not God. That's not God. Yeah. You know, there, there's, um, oh, what's the word? There's your discernment, mm -hmm. but discernment won't give you a sinking sick feeling. You know what I mean? Like. The, those feelings, the sick kind of like, oh, no, that's the enemy, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's kind of what it was. And I, I mean, I remember it was, it, I think that I know, I'm not going to say I think, I know that the Lord has a sense of humor. Well, first of all, because he made me. So, um, and, You're and, funny. Right. So that means that I know that the Lord's You're funny. You're not supposed to agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but seriously though, like I, I yeah. believe that God has a sense of humor. Oh, and, he does. and so what's crazy about it was immediately I get off this phone, this phone interview. Don't say telephone. The um, telephone. The, the phone interview, uh, I, I really feel that stirring in my spirit that's like, this, this is not it. It's not it. And I immediately start laughing because 
leave it up to the Lord for um, for you to have something in front of you that you've literally been praying about. That's like, okay, this is what's this is what's coming. And, and I believe that the Lord tests us in those moments to see, are we willing to hold out in trust in his plan and let him bring forth what it is that he has for us? Or are we just going to take the first thing that comes by? Yeah, because not every open door is the Lord. Right, right. And so uh, in the spirit of being authentic, you know, I, I just wanted to, you know, before we started recording this, I told Jordan, I said, I'm going to be really authentic today. And I'm just going to throw myself under the bus because it's, it's not, it's not in the moments that you're just a huge success that, that people can learn from. It's, it's in your failures. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's in your, it's, it's when you fall short that people have the biggest opportunity to learn. It, it's just understanding that, you know, waiting on God literally means that I am not going to move until God tells me to move. Mm-hmm. And I was I was talking to another friend of mine uh, in person, and we were talking about different biblical characters and about how before the promise is unfolding, God always sends a testing of your faith. Every every character, and and you you think yeah. about the children of Israel in Exodus. And they're marching around in the wilderness, and God tells Moses to send out the scouts, right? Which included Caleb and Joshua. Yeah. And, and a few and, other ninnies. Right. And, and to <laughs> scout the promised land. And, and so God tells Moses, send those guys out. It was a test. Yeah. Because, because God was, was wanting to see... He already knew. I mean, he's sovereign. He knows the end from the beginning, but he wanted to see if they had the faith to secure the promise in that moment or if they needed to hold off, if they weren't ready for it. And so we know the story. Caleb and Joshua come back and they tell Moses, they're like, there's giants in the land, but we can take them. With mm-hmm. with God's help, we can take them. We can secure our promise. Yeah. And then the other scouts were like, no, there's, there's giants over there. It would be crazy. We're like grasshoppers. Yeah, we're like grasshoppers compared to, compared to them. And, and if we try to take this on, we will surely meet our doom. And so then we, we, know, we all know what happened after that, right? The, the children of Israel were, were wandering around in the desert for another 40 years until the, the generation that was leading went away. And then the next generation, God's like, I'm going to let this mm-hmm. generation in. And so I'm sitting here going, I don't want to be in the in the di- in such unbelief like the other spies that were sent into the land. I want to have a Joshua and Caleb type faith. We know in Joshua 1 verse 9, be strong and courageous. And courage means walking into something that you don't know the outcome. You you don't know what's going to happen. But but God says in multiple times in scripture be strong and courageous. Be strong, you know, yeah. because the, you, God, I go before you, right? God's telling them, like, I'm, I've already prepared the way for you. Just be strong and courageous and trust in my plan for you. And so we were talking about this, and, and I was just at the place. It's like, what if, what if this is a moment that God is using to test me to see if, if my faith is ready for the next level? Yeah, well, when you're saying that, I remember... Um, a few days ago, probably like two weeks ago, I was um, 
reading about Caleb and Joshua. And I remember I wrote about being a, like being like a Caleb. And <laughs> the Lord was like, just grab a few pages and flip and I'll take you to it. And he did. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm going to read this because obviously the Lord wants <laughs> this to be read. Thank you, Lord. Um, it says, warriors like Caleb who face fears and conquer giants prepare the way for others to find and enjoy friendship with God. Mm. Caleb's reproduce those like themselves god seekers presence lovers and hungry for him may your may your commitment to the cause make the complacent nervous we've been if you're not making complacent people nervous then let's (laughs) i mean you have a lot of like we were kind of joking that like anytime people call to see how we are what are you doing to make money nowadays and if you're like Nothing. They're like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I misunderstood. What did you say? And we're like, nerfing. <laughs> it's like what? But it's just crazy. That's what that reminds yeah. me of. Well, I, you know, I, I think that we've talked about it before, but it literally comes down to you. You can't. You can't say and stand on and believe that God is Jehovah Jireh if you're providing for all your needs instead exactly. of him. Exactly. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, you're doing everything you can to take care of yourself, but then you're like, praise you, God, you're Jehovah. And he's like, why are you giving me the props of something that's piddledy like that, barely making mm-hmm. ways whenever I can do something so much bigger in your life to actually show my name Jehovah Jireh to you? Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, Mario Murillo said something that was really crazy. I shared it on Facebook the other day. I mean, it wasn't crazy. Like, I say crazy, but it means in a good way. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about the difference of being a person of prayer versus a person who prays. Mm. And and he talked about how, you know, people of prayer, um, they make time for work in the midst of their life of prayer. And people who pray make time to pray in a life oh. of work. And so when, when he said that, I was just completely wrecked by it because, you know, when, when the Bible says pray without ceasing, I was like, well, that's impossible. I could never live up to that. I couldn't just pray all I, all day long. But if you are, you know, a person of prayer, then, you know, everything that you're doing on a daily basis is making you reflect more on God and Mm. following God and trusting in God. When you're a person that prays, you do everything your way. And then you set up that time, Lord, please bless what Mm -hmm. I put my hand to. And, and the Bible does say that, you know, Proverbs does say that he will bless the work of your hands. And, and I'm not taking away from, from hard work. I mean, we all have to work hard. We all have to do um, things that, a lot of times you only grow doing things that you don't necessarily want to do. Oh yeah. You can't mask laziness with, with being faithful to God. (laughs) You can't do that. You know? Yeah. You know, I'm not just going to sit here and be like, okay, Lord, I don't want to do any work whatsoever, but I know you're going to provide. Well, what you don't know, Aubrey, is the Lord has called me to be a couch potato and he is going to provide like no people. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, He's going to provide. But (laughs) I mean, but yeah, I, I love what you said. Make your make your commitment yeah. cause the complacent to, to be nervous. And you know, not that not that we we do anything at all for the you know for the praise of people. Everything that we do, let it be for the glory of God. You know, that's what the Bible says, so that no man can boast. I just I just believe that that God is literally moving the church 
to a position that says, I want to do things in your life that can only point back to me. Mm -hmm. But the problem is he will not move where he's not welcome to move. Mm -hmm. The Lord won't push himself on you. He, it says the Holy Spirit is a gentleman, right? right? He, he won't come if he's not invited. He won't come if he's not wanted. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. A lot of people think, well, if I have faith that's big enough, then then you know this can happen even in the midst of everyone else's unbelief. But I always draw people back to Nazareth when when Jesus was trying. The Bible says he was able to do no miracles yeah. there because of their unbelief. Mm-hmm. I think that in America, a lot of times the reason why we're not seeing signs, wonders, and miracles every day, we're not— uh, and I'm not saying that nobody is, but I'm saying it should be happening all the time that it you lay hands on the sick and be they the recover. Regular. Right. It should be regular. It shouldn't be, we shouldn't be so fascinated by miracles that we should expect them. Yeah. And, and so not, not because that's what we're chasing, but we're, we're so heavily focused on Lord, lead me to where you want us to go. When that happens, miracles happen. Well, yeah. If you live a Holy Spirit filled life you'll see that that's the evidence of yeah. it, you know? Well, yeah, it says these signs will follow those who believe, you know, so that, so that they may see your good works and they'll, you know. Wow. For yeah. It just hit me. Sorry. I need to say it before I forget. Cause I think it's Holy spirit. I believe it. I know it is. Sorry. <laughs> that unbelief is the enemy of revival. Mm. Unbelief is the enemy of Holy Spirit moving and signs and wonders and miracles. Yeah. It's it's and unbelief can look like a lot of things. Unbe- unbelief can look like someone that goes to church anytime the doors are open, but they keep God in a box. That's unbelief. Unbelieving that He's going to be able to. That's controlling Him. That's not belief. You know, yeah. that's containing because you don't truly believe either that He's a hundred percent good or a hundred percent your provider, and that is the enemy of the the move of God is unbelief. Yeah. Well, and I think Peter, right, after in in the book of Acts, right, when when Peter walks up to the man and and I I forget right now which which disciple was with him. I think it was Peter and John. I can't remember. Um when they walk up to the to the man outside of the gate mm-hmm. and he's begging for money and they're like, "Well, we don't have money, but what we do have you know, is, is God basically yeah. is Jesus that God manifested talking about Jesus, sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And when they walked away, the man was healed. He was, he was completely healed and he went singing and praising God, you know, and everything like that. And he was set free. That should not be something that we're like, man, that be, that was cool in the Bible whenever stuff like that used to happen. That's the thing. Please stop believing that things of the Bible are no longer the same. God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And it's real, people. The Holy Spirit (laughs) moves, and it's amazing. Please don't live in unbelief because you're going to miss so many things. You're going to miss so many wonderful, wonderful things that the Lord has planned for you if you don't fully believe that he is going to move in your life just as much as he's going to move in the life of your pastor or move in the life of big name, celebrity, Christ follower. He wants to move in your life. Absolutely. And so it brings us back all the way around to the very beginning, landing the the plane, landing the plane, as they would say. The heavens and the earth. Um, (laughs) I don't want to let unbelief 
hinder me and my family from experiencing the promise of God. Because here's the thing, the promise will unfold. It, it will, but I don't want to miss it. I, I don't want the promise that God had originally for Jordan and I to be pushed back to to where only Gray or you know somebody else's experience what I was supposed to experience. Mm-hmm. It, the children of Israel aren't the only example of that. Oh, no. And you think about David. Mm-hmm. In the in the whole mess he got himself into with Bathsheba, David's desire of his heart was to rebuild the temple. Mm-hmm. He, he he wanted to rebuild the temple for his people, for God, for his people, everything. And because of his sin and everything that unfolded with Bathsheba, then his son Solomon was actually the one that got to rebuild the temple. God took that desire that was actually David's and yeah. let his future generations see it because of his mistakes. And I don't want that. I don't want that to be, to be us in the midst of, of us passing up and having it skip our generation when God had it for us in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to encourage anybody that's out there right now. If, if the Lord is, is charging you to do something, Mm -hmm. don't, don't let the enemy talk you out of walking out what God has for you and for your family. It it takes great faith to follow God. And the reason why it's so unheard of that all these amazing things happen to people is because there's only a few people out there that are willing to, to run the race with the Lord. God, God wants to unfold things in your life every day to where you can't boast about it, but you're able to tell people like, I serve a living God. He wants to do those things mm-hmm. in your life. But the reason why he doesn't is because a lot of us won't let go of control long enough for him to take it. Mm. And so if that's you and you're watching this podcast, I, I want to encourage you today to just let go of that. Just let go. Don't let the enemy talk you out of walking in radical obedience and trusting in God that he has you and your family. Maybe there's been some stuff that's stirring on your heart as far as ministry is concerned, as far as anything like that. Just walk in it. Just walk in it. Don't let fear cripple you and get you so down that you're thinking about what if this, what if I miss it? What if I, God's got you. Well, God's favorite place to move is in the impossible. So don't forget that. If it looks impossible, nice. That means God loves the situation you're in and he's going to make a way. If he's told you something that he's going to do, he's going to do it. We have to believe that he's faithful and he's just to complete what he said he was going to do in us. Mm -hmm. He's going to finish and complete what he said. Yeah. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. completion. Absolutely. I spent like two hours in the backyard yesterday with with my with my headphones on just listening to worship music and just praying and really seeking the Lord on the matter that we're even discussing right now and um I I just I had some stuff hit me and I so I put it in the notes on my phone and so I, I just want to share this I just want to share this with everybody who's listening because it really wrecked me like it made me emotional yesterday but I'm letting go of how I think things should be I'm done letting earthly things rule me. Jesus, have your way and set the pace. And I'll run with you even with my mistakes. I'll follow you to the deepest waters. I'll hold on to the truth that we are all sons and daughters. If I accomplish nothing else in this life, 
I will sing hallelujah with all my might. I've come to the edge of my understanding. Where do I go? I'm like a plane in need of a landing. I've come to the end of me, which I'm finding is a better place to be. You are worthy of more than I can give, but I will continue to lay my life down as long as I live. Mm. I love That's it. That. That's so good. <laughs> that really should end there. We should end yeah. there. So wow. I just want to encourage everybody today, like not, you know, don't get down on yourself because maybe you're not, posi- you're not putting yourself in a position of faith to, to be radical obedient. But I, I would just say, start seeking the Lord and, and be like, God, where can I, what can I do with this? I, I want to be obedient. I want to be, I want to live by faith. Like, Put me in positions and watch as you get uncomfortable real fast. Mm, yeah. Um, also with that, I think accountability comes in too. Like with, I think Aubrey, like feeling on his heart to talk about this, it's also accountability because you guys are on our journey with us and how this will unfold. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I want to offer that to you guys to talk to somebody about a crazy faith thing that the Lord has said to you, uh, message us, comment, um, talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Um, have accountability for that. And so you can't run from it. Exactly. You can't pretend it didn't happen because it's there. (laughs) And I think the Lord will bring it right to your mind. Even for a second, if you're like, I don't know if there's, it's going to hit you. You're going to be like, no, that's too crazy. Well then it, it, that's it. If it's too crazy, that's it. So I want to encourage you guys to do that too. Absolutely. But it's been great. I hope you guys enjoy it this week. Um, I'm, we're, we're praying that you have a, a blessed week, that you're able to be put into positions to stretch you, to grow you, mm-hmm. all for God's glory, because if not for that, what's the point? But thank you for joining us this week. We hope that you receive something. I know we we receive something every time we go through because, like I said, we don't pre prepare for these. Um, yeah. We kind of just kind of trust in the Lord that He's going to reveal some stuff. And Jordan, I don't get to see all these notes right here prior to anything. Like Jordan just writes in her journal all the time, and so then I'm like, "Bow, there it is." Okay, but <laughs> listen, we we pray that you're we pray that you're blessed that that the Lord just shines his grace upon you this week. Everything that that you put your hand to is going to prosper. But let's all dive in this journey together and trust in the Lord and and just follow him. Lord, wherever you say go, Mm -hmm. we'll go. Amen. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Bye.